you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf Yes, friends and fellow galactic travelers, a new time is upon us. A new era of Star Wars destiny, but we'll get to that shortly. Solo 2. We are the Scruffy Looking Podcasters, and this is episode 234, an early, beautiful Sunday afternoon I have written here, but really it's Sunday morning. September 24, 2023. My name is Jimmy Dice, having a, a, another Orno Brewing Company tubular flagship beer for breakfast. And here with me in the great state of Maine, Mr. Ed Bosshart, looking fresh. Oh, just woke up. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> morning. Yeah, it's pretty uh, early. It's pretty early. We had to adjust our showtime. Um, we'll get yeah, that. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I made it. I woke up. Um, got a little question for you guys. Yeah. What is blue and not very heavy? Light blue. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That's good. That's uh, good. Oh, Ed, you know, you are, you are fresh this morning. You are fresh. <laughs> you are fresh. We're missing our lad, Kev, as he uh, this week as we he licks his wounds from the Man City match yesterday. I'm sure he'll get into that upon his return. But we got here the brightest bulb illuminating our tired souls this morning, Mister Christopher Hall. How's it going, pal? Oh, she took this lads. Middle of day for me. Bloody daylight outside. Not used to this. Fantastic. <laughs> Look at Ed, Ed. Looks like he's got eyes like fucking belt holes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. Wake up, boys. Let's go. Oh, oh! I am awake. I am so awake. Very excited to get rolling here. So, let's start with the most fresh. Then, Ed, what's what you got going on? Why are you so Why are you so tired, my child? This morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my child. I played Speak Warhammer yesterday. Deep into the night. Um, my uh. child. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, we did a big game, another 4,000-pointer, uh, 2v2. It was me and my Tyranids with my buddies, Gene Steeler Colt, which is Tyranid-like as well. If you were wondering, I guess, uh, giant Imperial Knights and Grey Knights. So we lost, but it was thematic. We tried to swarm him. We got bug guts everywhere. But anyway. Whoa. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. We were playing the new 10th edition. It's good. Good. I kind of like it so far. It's quicker. And uh, I did paint something new, the new Norn Emissary. It's a giant fucking model, and it's scary, and has brains, and you can Google it to see what it looks like, but it's... That's fucking so metal. It's rad. I love the purple. Yeah, I was showing him a picture, yeah, of my uh, paint job. I went ham on it a lot this week. Took me like a few days off and on getting it done, but I got her done. Anyway, nice. Nice. what else happened to me? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> what happened to me? I think, <laughs> I think that's it. That's my week, boys. Nice. Nice. Holy shit. That could be a record. Yeah. Even when Kev's got nothing, it's longer than that. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Amazing. Okay, I'll go next. So the reason why we are here so early on this Sunday morn uh, is because of me. Uh, I'm sorry. I am the problem. It is me. It's all about Jimmy. It, it is. It is. Well, I, <laughs> well, this week it is. This week, this yeah. week I said, I tell you what. I said, let's make a deal. Let's make a deal deal here. If the blue man don't show up, you just guys just carry on without me and be fine. But the blue man does show up. We go Sunday early a.m. And the guy said, okay, very generous. I have a good bunch of people that uh, I get to enjoy this fanciful hobby of mine with every week. More like every three weeks, but you know, you know what I mean. Anyway, so the, the reason is I'm going on a week-long journey to Nova Scotia, all the way up to Inverness, Cape Breton area of Canada, to go play golf. This has been a, a dream of mine for six years, I think, six or seven years. No, six years. And my wife and I went up there for our anniversary, and it's absolutely beautiful up there. Didn't plan to go golf and didn't want to at the time, but it's just enjoying the, the beautiful scenery out there. And the entire coastline is just very, um, just very stark, jagged rocks, very similar to a lot of the jagged, rocked, uh, rocky um, shorelines in Ireland when we were there. Turns out Nova Scotia was actually part of. The group of uh, was now as the United Kingdom way back thousands and thousands of years ago. But uh, that mm. part of that, you know, continental shelf ended up on our side when we broke up. And so there's a lot of like reminisce, uh, reminisce, well, let me see reminiscing. It's not even the right word here, but a lot of similarities geographically wise with that sort of northeastern corner of Nova Scotia that they call Cape Breton. Geographic. Geographically, not reminiscingly. What the fuck's the matter with me? Must be this breakfast I'm drinking. Could be a bad ice cube. Well, that's why Maine looks a lot like England, too, in certain areas. Indeed. So we get a lot of those coniferous trees, not deciduous, the trees, like the shade trees, but like those evergreens, those like very nice triangular evergreen trees. (laughs) Yes, we're not like five years old. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I love that fucking... Our five listeners will be dead excited because like, Jimmy's going to be off his tits this week. Thrawn's turned up. <laughs> Fucking five minutes in, we're getting a geography lesson. Hey, you know, what can I say? I'm a, I'm a life, I'm a teacher, you know? I'm a mentor I to love my it. colleagues. So, 
Uh, so yeah, I'm going up there to play golf. I was cleaning all my stuff yesterday. First, I cleaned the bag in like 10 years, probably. Just like polishing everything up. Got all my balls all set. Gloves, teeth. Polishing your balls. Yes. Polishing the balls. Making sure they're, you know, trajectory-wise, they end up where they want to be in the ocean. And uh, so yeah, we're going to be doing that up there. Doing some gambling up there on the way back in Moncton. The Moncton Casino. I mentioned that last week. You know, 73 cents of the dollar still, boys. The exchange rate is still in our favor. So we'll be maximizing that, that those future potentials uh, as we're out there. Um, absolutely, as as Kev would and Chris would say, off my tits this week after watching uh, <laughs> this, this week's Ahsoka. I just, oh my, oh, holy. I just, I don't even know. I'm yeah, what's here. blue and heavy? I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> These balls, man. Oh, I was waiting to say that. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, when you die, it's only turtle. Turtle is a really fatty, fatty, like, meat. Anyways, we'll get to that later. But that's uh, generally been my week. I've been prepping for this upcoming week. Like, work is done. Got all of that stuff taken care of. I had to do a little bit of work uh, yesterday just to make sure that everything was buttoned up tight so that nobody's bothered with my stuff last next week. So... Uh, yeah, really looking forward to talking about Ahsoka. Christopher, why don't you tell us about uh, some of your recent adventures with our missing man here? Here, yes. So Monday, as we teased last week, I went to I went to see Forest Lads. Oh. Went to the to the hallowed city ground. Monday evening, Kev in the wild. <laughs> I got to see not just Kev. I got the full Garbet experience. Oh, I got man. Sister Garbet. Daddy Garbit and Mama Garbit. Ooh. Or the full clan mate. Yes. And the puppy Garbit. So the, the puppy. No, not the, I've, I've not met the puppy Garbit. Although it's not a Garbit. It's just on loan, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was good. It was good crack. Like, it wasn't. Uh, I'm not going to ramble on, guys, because I know you're dying to get to this uh, blue talk, Jimmy. Keep going. You're good. This, this, I want to hear this. this. blue talk. But yeah, it was good. It was. Um, fucking atmosphere was incredible. So played Burnley. Uh, I don't know nothing about football. I'm just a noob. Yep, me either. No idea. It was really funny because I met. Uh, we went. We went to the went to the pub beforehand because I went to meet my cousin's boy, Zach. I've talked about him before. He's a big Clone Wars guy, so he's got a Captain Rex tattoo. Yes, I remember. And that. Yep. he listens. Shout out Zach if you're delivering Tesco right now. Uh, he normally has his on in the van. While he's del- deliv- delivering his shopping. Um, so, yeah, I went to meet him beforehand. And I just walked in the front of this pub. And there's just, like, red shirt. So so I went with my friend Dale, who also listens. Um, he's obviously an Ox Forest guy. I've talked about him before. Um, so I, I met Dale, who's, like, my oldest friend from school. And I went in this pub to meet my uh, cousin's lad, Zach. And there's, like, red shirts everywhere. I was like, this is fucking wild. It's like something out of a film. And he's, I was like, oh, there's an area out back. So I walked out the back thinking it would just be like a beer garden. And it was fucking huge. It was like this com- converted barn, 3,000-inch screen, like with all the pre-game stuff on. There's a guy on stage playing nice. acoustic guitar, like jamming to Wonderwall. And there's, I, I bet there's 2,000, like, just red shirts, like, just drinking beers and excited for the game. Nice. I've never felt more British in my life. <laughs> yes it was it was rad but yeah we went to the game uh, i met kev's family beforehand 
And Dale had already spoke to Kev and found out where his regular seats are and managed to get us seats nearby. So we weren't too far away. So we were in shouting distance of each other. So it was, uh, I couldn't quite see the knee, like, <laughs> go, go in. Um, but I could see, I could couldn't see. Couldn't get the there beforehand to set up a, like, nature cam. No, which would have been good. Nature can't. No, what you got to do is you got to set up a sensor inside the concrete to measure the vibrations that are coming from that area of the seating. Just straps his Fitbit to his leg and he gets like 40,000 step, steps in just oh, going yeah. a, yeah, a, a little gyroscope. Or, uh... But yeah, it was interesting because obviously going as a casual um they were, they were all talking before and it's like, oh, what do you think of Cooper's team picks and all this? And I'm just like, yeah, lads, yeah, looks good. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went for a piss before and I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to keep my head down because if anyone starts talking to me about Forrest, I'll be like, yes, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to have that like that line prepared for him. You got to have that line here. Like, yeah. Listen, mate, doesn't matter. Cooper's a fucking genius. Whatever he's got out there is going <laughs> to fucking win. Am I right? Am I right? And that should just be your line every time someone asks you something. <laughs> just throw it back at him. Only I'm not American, and that they're like, we're just talking about the concessions. What the fuck are you going on? Yeah, I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ, bro! I was just talking about that guy. Holy! It's like that scene in Chainspotting where it's like the first day of the Edinburgh Festival, and that American walks in. It's like, hey, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> we all follow him in the toilet and kick the shit out of him. <laughs> Brilliant. But yeah, it was um, obviously the game didn't go the way that we wanted it to. It was a draw. But uh, it was funny. My friend Dale was laughing at me because I was, it started and I was like well up for it and dead excited. And then like 20 minutes in, I was just dead stressed. It's it's fucking stressful. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if, I was, if I was as invested as Kev, I'd, I, honestly, I'd, it, I'd be a walking corpse. I, I understand like Kev's. Uh, nervous anxiety now all the time and why why is just like gibbering constantly because if if i'd followed that forest all my life and experienced that on a weekly basis i don't think i could cope with it yeah it's very very stressful how were um, you with the chance or whatever uh ju- just took it all in yeah. Some of them were, I like. Some of them are easy, like when the refs shit, and it's yeah. like you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but that one's easy to pick up, but like, I love it. Some of the others. <laughs> there was a guy uh, playing for Burnley who'd got like luminous pink uh, boots on, and uh, he started giving one of our players some shit. And there was a chant, I think it was like, your trainers are shit. Your trainers are shit. That's sneakers. <laughs> so be like, your sneakers are shit. Your sneakers are shit. Was, that was quite funny. That's but yeah, great. it was a good laugh. I was, uh, I really enjoyed it. It was great um, just to take it all in. And I enjoyed seeing the like generations of fans. Like there was some real old boys like in the 70s near us and some kids near us. And it was just. I enjoyed seeing that because there's football over here. Like, what's what would you say is your most? What's your national sport, guys? Is it baseball? Kind of baseball. Baseball, yeah. or, but it's football's commercially. It's football, but yeah. like historical pastime, baseball. Yeah, yeah. Because it like soccer, football is so quintessentially 
like traditionally steeped in English culture, it, it's ludicrous. So it was just brilliant to like soak all that in. So that was rad. I really enjoyed that. And then just quickly yesterday, uh, me and Mrs. H had a day out together and we went to a tattoo festival uh, up in Sheffield. So I went up to the motherland up north, up in Yorkshire. And um, well, where, all, where are all the fans from? And managed to get a day off from the kiddiewinks and the dog and nice. spent a lovely day together up there. We, neither of us got anything done. We didn't get any artwork done. Um, but it was just good to like mooch around and see new artists that we were like to work of, and we just had a few drinks. And oh, Jimmy, I had this amazing burger. Ooh. It was um, it was two smashed beef patties, bacon, onion, caramelized onions. And do you guys have biscoff over there? Like a spread, like a sweet. It's like a dessert spread. Biscoff, no. Yeah, is it no. like a gel or a cream? No, it's or like a, a sauce. It's like peanut. It's like peanut butter. Okay, but it's not. Doesn't taste like peanut. It's more caramelized. Oh, so like uh, like uh, fucking um, Nutella. No, that's hazelnut. Yes, a little. Yeah, a little bit like that kind of consistency. Yeah, we we got that stuff. Yeah, 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 I I think because you said that I'm like I think I've seen like biscuits with that name. But I didn't yes. know it was like the a curiosity of the ISB. I think they're made by made by a company called Lotus. I think Lotus Biscoff. On the jar it says cookie butter. Yeah, so it's a sweet a sweet paste that you wouldn't traditionally put with savory food, um, but it had that in it, and it was uh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was quite the experience. Ah, sure. Was, the sweetness of the burger, interesting. Yeah, so it was almost like a dessert burger, which was weird. Yeah, with the but, yeah. with bacon, yeah. So you said, yes, yes, oh. with bacon. Mm. Get that salt with the sweetie, right? That savory sweet, and that right? sweet, man. That savory and that sweet, unimpeachable. Mm. Uh, in, in, in a toasted brioche bun, there. Yeah, it was. Oof. It was. It was good. With them skinny fries on the side. No blueberries? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no blueberries, mate. No blueberries. I tell you what, no. though, what sounds good on that, it was like a blueberry habanero hot sauce, the main flavors hot sauce. You've seen those at up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great Lost Bear. Sorry. Food side. Continue, Chris, please. <laughs> love it. I love it, mate. Sidebar. That's me, that's me, mate. Uh, love the football. I loved the nice day out yesterday. Other than that, Wednesday night was Epic Boys. Uh, it was just fucking rad. Me and Kev were equally, well, not equally, but we were off our tits as well. So let's go. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, before we get there, Ed, uh, I heard we got a little thing. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Nice little quick one. So are you kidding me? Just... Are you... Do we have the music is also, a, is also <laughs> it's, it's a segment that we do. In that. Uh, just do that. Just do that again. Ed. Just do that again. All right, all right. No, keep it. Just keep it. Keep <laughs> rolling. Keep rolling. This is no, on brand, man. This is on brand. Fuck it. All right. Let me Are you up. kidding me? It's a segment where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say. Are you kidding me? Let's do it. Oh yeah, that's how it goes. Are you kidding me? It's smooth. Surprise, to be sure. But it worked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this one's from a. Um, my buddy John pointed this out to me. Uh, remember those certain point of view books? Yeah. 
I like read the first one, started reading the second one, then I was like, eh, I'm done. <laughs> I stopped reading. <laughs> I joined the Chris camp and stopped reading. <laughs> uh, well, you have to start read. I have to start reading first, mate. Before oh yeah, well, first start to yeah. stop. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just on a bandwagon behind you. I'm, you know. Yeah. Um. So this one has to do with, from a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi. And uh, I guess in it, it involves Max Rebo. He's a and and he's. If you don't know, he's a musician. He's, in also, uh, he's also blue. He is also blue. <laughs> oh, I love this theme. This is such a good theme. It um, works. It works. And he's flashing back to improvising a new tune. And it says in the book, quote, one of my, one of any number of Jat's standards he knew by heart. That's right. Jats. Jats. Is that is that is that yeah. what he's calling the style of music? Not Although jizz? the story notes that the music form, quote, came to be known by many names, some less palatable palatable than others, end quote. <laughs> At no point does the word jizz appear in the story text. Ah. As we know, jizz is what, you know, it goes way back. It's what uh the n- modal nodes played the style of music instead of you know jazz. Let's switch to Trigger another another so, vowel man. called jizz. We are going to join the fan base in their in our uh, in their outcry of Disney possibly getting rid of the word jizz <laughs> and the jizz whale. <laughs> the jizz whale, not, like not W W A I L, like whale, like I'm yelling yeah. or like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing in Star whale. Wars lore. Yep, mate. Okay, okay. You should hear my jizz whale. It's not good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Star, Star whale's got oh. nothing on that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, Jizz is under attack, guys. I think. I, I mean, cool. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Disney. Sorry, I was just like in shock there for a minute <laughs> that we'd be losing such a valuable piece of uh, lore. What about my Star Wars encyclopedia? Am I just going to have to like write in with a marker, you know? Retconned on this date to Jets. So J-A-T-Z? Yeah. I like that. Although I guess... This article, it's on AV Club. They do mention that Jats goes back pretty far, too. It's not technically a new thing, but... It, honestly, I mean, jokingly aside, it just sounds cooler. So let's, you know, let's not let old people be weird about it and just, you know, let it let it go. Let it go. I like Jats. Sure. What do you think, Chris? Jizz or Jats? To be honest, boys, I can't give a shit either way. I want to. I want to say. <laughs> I want to say. There's one comment on this article. I'm going to read it. It's pretty funny. It says it looks like Disney has prematurely shot its wad on what's supposed to be a dry run, if you will. So it looks like they have something of a mess on their hands. From Hulk six seven eight five. Bravo! Bravo! <laughs> 
That's really good. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, guys. You, are you ready to do this? Yes. Ready? Let's ready? roll. All right. We're, we're talking about now transitioning to greatness. My God, this new era that we are in of bad guys. <laughs> Episode six of Ahsoka. Far far away minute 1601 there she is the chimera coming in up and over the horizon you see the battle damage on the isd that golden metal on her side also if you notice fine-tunedly at the command deck there is also some other damage that is really unseen to the casual viewer but very keen to the uh, descriptive eye if you will Ed, I'll see you later, mate. All right, yeah. have a good one. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. I'll see you later, Jimmy. Have fun talking. For the next two and a half hours, I'm going to entertain you on this journey. 18 times as long as the episode length itself with credits. It should, got, it should have got Matt Mole on this one, and we just tapped out, Ed. Let them yeah, fucking pay a lot. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's right. we got to have him on as a guest. We'll have him on soon. But uh, everywhere. I mean, gosh, it's about fucking time. I mean, geez, we didn't see him until halfway through the episode. It's like, what you hold now for, man? Like, give me my man. Let's go. But uh, I don't know where to begin. It, everything is just great. I'm, I'm just going to talk about like my, my boy's entrance. You know, we got minute 1708, the back of the head march down that like nice procession of stormtroopers he has there minute 1723 the side oh, profile of the side man. profile and then 1744 the frontal facial look that we've seen the one shot that we saw at celebration there he is and the lines oh my god the, the line is just absolutely amazing what do you think what do you think of the chanting you like that the Thrawn, 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 chanting. Thrawn. That it kind of took me out but uh, it's you. a little bit. I feel like it was first a little too uh, culty for me. However, however, in heir to the but empire, is he, like that? he is like that. In heir to the empire, when he went to Onager, the uh, home of the Nogri, you know, the yes. bodyguards and stuff like that, they treated him yeah, yeah, like yeah, I remember that an absolute deity as well. So, uh, you know. Yeah, Christopher, Christopher, Christopher remembers. But it, it reminded me, you know, in Return of the King, when they're smashing <laughs> that that giant wolf against that fucking door, and the orcs are all like chanting when they're attacking mm, Minas Tirith. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like rah, 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 rah. That's what it reminded me of. Dead bad. Uh, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty badass. I, I didn't realize that they were saying Thrawn to begin with. I, I checked it out with the subtitles afterwards. But um, yeah, that was really cool. I wonder how many of those Stormtroopers are actually OG from their trip. Originally yeah, um, there. I think a lot of people are thinking they're like, yeah, undead, like, you know, brought back with Dark Knight Sister Magic or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be. Could be. But or, some or some must have some must have survived. If he survived the trip, then others yeah. must have survived. Yeah, yeah right? definitely, so. definitely. Um, Unless he's also kept together by Night Sister Magic. Oh shit! Who knows? I, I, mean, like that, I feel, sorry, Jimmy. I feel like you're skipping over something here that you just you just mentioned it real quick and then moved on. It was that second timestamp you gave us where you, we saw that side profile. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck, Jimmy? Let's go back to that. <laughs> oh, you want to go back to that? Let's All talk right. about what is blue and heavy. 
Oh, wow. Wow. Guys, guys. I mean, the guy, the guy's a 70 year old man, you know, he's been around for a while. What do they got to eat out there except the turtles? I mean, I, I was going to mention, I was going to mention that once we got to the turtles. Oh, the turtles. Let's talk about it. Let's go. All right. So, okay. like, uh, no, let's talk about him and then we'll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're there. Clearly, they're just trying to, like, find whatever they can to put that, keep that Star Destroyer back together. Uh, really cool attention to detail on how they clearly showed the replaced parts of the superstructure that were damaged in the animated uh, final episode of Rebels. I loved that. thought that was so cool. It was really cool that it was um, uh, it was gold as well. You know what I mean? That's probably just the, the color of whatever... Mm. The it's a samurai thing, I think. It, it's a samurai thing and convenient and they write and they could just easily narratively write it off as, you know, that's just the color of the native alloy that's strongest that, you know, matches with the hull or whatever. But a really fucking awesome nod to the whole samurai theme. How just how absolutely the red great, right? the red uh tape and the stuff red tape and... around the stormtroopers, like the you know that I also, you know, saw online people were thinking that's also indications of like, you know, night sister resurrection or some sort of night sister, you know, power or soul takeover or something like that. But um, also in like, um, it's just very, it's just very similar to like a lot of the samurai culture movies that we've seen in the past. It looks really cool. I absolutely love it. It's great. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm I'm just soaking it all in. I'm finally a soaking mm. it all in, and it's just so fucking good. It's finally here. Like I, I knew I wasn't going to get exactly what I wanted because exactly what I wanted was something Brosnan, like, just Brosnan, obviously. <laughs> and I would have done none of this shit. It would just have been a Thrawn trilogy from the get go. Fuck the sequel trilogy. Yeah. I just would have left that hanging out there for another ten years. Do the Thrawn thing first, and then the other. Then finish up the Skywalker saga. That's what I say. But who cares what I have? Imagine this is kind of like what the journey would have been to find Luke. That would have been cool. But anyway, ooh, right? Uh, yeah, if, if Ray had to ride a goddamn Purgle all the way out to where the mm -hmm. hell he was, know what I'm saying? Ride oh. that. Jizz whale, I mean, star whale. Jats whale. Um, Jats whale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, missed opportunities, as they say. But, uh, yeah, you know, it makes sense because we see Ezra. I mean, I'm, I'm going to let – I'd like to let Christopher and you guys talk about Ezra because he's more your boy than mine. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, he's out there protecting the turtle group of people because Thrawn just wants to eat them. You know what I mean? That's how he's keeping his people together there. I mean, he ain't, doesn't look like there's much nourishment out there except for, like, horses that look like dogs that are like immensely obedient and loyal which are pretty cool i thought that was really neat the animal connection there um i mean we're just kind of all over the place but uh, i'm just picking out some very special moments for me i could talk about so back to the side profile try not to yes just see how quick he went past that i asked him about it and then he starts talking about the fucking repaired chimera straight away <laughs> Hey, Let's listen. I mean, his belt blue still fits, so. It does. It does. It does. Hey, listen. Listen. From, from a man who was in a very similar position myself not too long ago, uh, I can I can commiserate when you you know when, you, when all you got to eat is turtle turtle soup. That's a real fatty kind of thing to be eating all the time. How uh, how how old is he at this point, Jimmy? Uh, Do we know in real life or in game time? No, 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 no. Because that's not that, that's yeah. padding me. That's yeah. not Lars. Lars is Lars is a rake, mate. In real life, he's I know he's just, he's a thin dude. Yeah, that's um, a that's a choice. Yeah, so this is per on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Story. Yeah. Why? Um, yeah. 
He's not. Is he uh, pregnant? He had to ask me his actual age. So when he he's a commander at the time that he meets Anakin Skywalker in Thrawn alliances, uh, it's at the tail end of the Clone Wars. He meets Padme as well, and he's like a commander. So he's in like his like late twenties, early thirties at that point. Okay. This is assuming they age the same as humans. Let's pretend. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. pretend. True. Yeah, yeah. And let's just pretend we're just going to go straight timeline wise, right? So I need you guys help on me here because you know. Uh, my breakfast really isn't giving me the intellectual brain cells that I need right now. So he's about, say he's like late 20s, early 30s, say he's 30 years old at the, the events of Thrawn uh, alliances. And then there's, what's the time frame? Be, well, how long is it between uh, Order 66 and Battle Yavin? Uh, Luke's Luke 18, isn't he? Yeah. Luke and Leia are 18. So. That's right. So that's 18 years. So he'd be like, say, 48, if we're just using that metric yeah. real quick. That's so he's like 50s. So he's in his 50. 60s, mate, isn't he? He's in his early 60s. So he's going to be 60s, early, so between 60 and yeah. 70, human years, yeah. you know? So that's kind of where yeah. he is right now. <clears throat> I mean, very different from the, uh, the super, uh, uh, the man who's taken down to predator assassin droids in close quarter combat and is you know per- private quarters in the chimera uh, in the animated series but we shall see why i mean they're they've been stranded out here we also see the uh engines blown out on the chimera not to throw back to the chimera but back to the chimera they may not have been able to, to jump anywhere they may not have been able to use their like their hyperdrives. They did have one going, maybe just to stabilize them in orbit, atmosphere maybe, or maybe they can like hop really slowly to other systems, but they may have been stuck with the resources on that planet, so it's like that's why a lot of them are dying. Maybe they're like cannibalizing each other and shit. That could be a thing. That'd be crazy. That'd be cool. Thrawn just like eating his own people and then they're resurrecting them with nice <laughs> sisters. Holy <laughs> As predicted, Jim is just fucking on one. <laughs> Listen, I, I go on these tears, okay? I'm excited, mate. I'm excited for you. We, were, I was so like, me and Kevin like watched it first and foremost. I'm watching it for me, like taking it all in. But like, I give my thoughts on that. But you got no like, like me and Kev were so happy for you, Jimmy. God. We were just like, we were sat there. Like the first thing, one of the first things he said was like, "Fuck, that was amazing," and then we're like. Jimmy's gonna be off his tits. <laughs> I was. I still am. I am right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel about like the overall like I know we joke about the side profile and like where he is and like but how do you feel about the overall look of him? Like the did you how do you feel about like the the, the blue skin and the red eyes and because I noticed that his uniform was a bit like tatty as well, like around the neck and he's got some scuffs mm. and shit on it, like mm-hmm. so he's been through some Yeah. I mean, well, let's let's just start with the first line that we hear from him. What was first just a dream has become a frightening reality. I was like, oh, like it just—it's the best. That, that's amazing. That is absolutely yeah. the quote. Uh, that's the that is the quote. That is the theme of him. That's that all is those. his. That just summed up what Grand Admiral Thrawn is, and what all the readers are feeling. Right, because from, all from the EU. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. A, a just a dream, a frightening reality. Like I'm when they feeling, saw the side profile. No. When they saw that side profile, all that turtle. We like, we felt like I felt that in um, as a book reader from the early '90s. I know, like every you know, millions had cried out in anguish, and 
uh, ecstasy, maybe. And they were suddenly silenced. But uh, I, <laughs> I think he was portrayed really well. It, to your point about the uniform, Ed, I think it's another another uh, aesthetic Chris, yeah. example of just how like low resource they are and what they, they yeah. just had to like get by with like whatever they had. It's like whatever they got to whatever they got. I mean, you, you see all the busted ass stormtrooper armor. They can't like replace that shit. Yeah. Uh, so- I just know, obviously we've talked, I just know him from rebels and he's just, he's impeccable in that. Like you can't like, he's always like the fucking yep. smartest dude in the room. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. well, he's, and he'd be the type to be like, I, well, I don't need to waste resources on my uniform when those resources could be helped to like replace that blaster or repair that blaster. Yeah. That's sort of his more mentality of like what accomplishes right. the mission. Like I don't need to look pretty for this. He probably it's it probably like maintains it himself or something like that. That just be like some kind of weird ass shit that he do that I would be totally on brand for him. You see the uh, the Tie Fighters in the background over at uh, minute seventeen forty nine. There's like the normal Tie Fighters just hanging out there. No no interceptors. I don't see any defenders. I feel like he would have one Tie defender. Yeah, they you know? they would. I, they need they would. It'll have a grand reveal if he has. There will. And there will. No, the you're background. true. True. There will be a grand reveal for that because he'll want to keep. He's got like one or like three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw the. It was cool seeing live action. I think we saw him before, maybe in Andor, but like the little police ties, the little aerial sub atmosphere, like you know, transport police looking Tie Fighter transport things. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Uh, I, yeah, there's there's that technical thing for you. Someone can correct me what those models are, but just Google it. Yeah, yeah just, just <laughs> fucking Google it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But those looked really cool. Um, but just. The delivery of his lines are really good. He, I mean, he's the man for the lines. He's the man with the voice. Like he's got the yeah. voice. He's got the look. Yeah, you know. What do you I, think? What, what do you think of the portrayal, then, Jimmy? Lars, do you think? Are you happy with? I, like, I, the I'm, yeah. I am very happy with Lars's portrayal of this. Um, you know, if you're to ask me if I think his like skin color could be like a shade deeper of blue yeah. maybe i'd say yes but you know what who gives a shit i think in the delivery of lars is is uh he brings it man and he brings it to all of his stuff as well i remember his performance in uh, house of cards he was the um president of the russian federation at the time super badass sinister evil motherfucking character and i had seen that series before rebels actually i think so I was I was like a super late. Yeah, I think that that was before Rebels. Anyways, when I, I I equate seeing him and his voice in Rebels to that character, President of Russian Federation, it's just absolutely evil, sinister, um, unrepentable character. And uh, that's not a word, but you know what I mean. Uh, my my I feel like my first time seeing him do something like that was in Sherlock. Have you guys seen Sherlock? Oh, is he With- his brother? No, he's not his. He, he plays Charles Augustus Magnuson, like the powerful businessman That's guy. I think right. he was in the third, third season, right? Yeah, guy with the jet plane or something. So good, yeah, he's so good. It's been um, awesome seen that. Super skinny and lean in that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was a celebration. I mean, I, I, I mean, I thought that man looked yeah. good. You know, I don't know what they're trying to do here. I don't know what they're trying to do. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. I don't. I mean, you know, pet- too many blueberries. Turtle soup. Teenage. Um. I mean, I I thought he was fucking 
rad. Like my yeah, yeah, his voice. Limit, my limited knowledge of him, and obviously, we joke that you like love this character and whatnot, Jimmy. But I like. I fuck. I was blown away by him. I thought he was brilliant, and I've had I've had multiple people like what we call the lay the lay viewers. The the uh, I'm trying to think of a a nice casual. way, a nice uh, way to casual. say you're casual, casual, casual. Yeah, you're fly yeah, casual, ca- viewers. you're fly casual, casual viewers. viewers, fly casual. I like um, that. Coined it. I've had multiple casual viewers this week comment to me, "Ow, oh, fucking rad!" Like who know nothing about Thrawn whatsoever. How fucking awesome they thought he was! In fact, I got a guy at work, Andy. He said, uh, "I thought Blue Data was brilliant." <laughs> That's awesome. You're not, you're not wrong. Holy shit! All oh, that needs to be a Halloween costume. Thrawn face and the Data uniform. Anyways, yeah, Blue go Data. On, go, on, go on, man. That's good. That's good. So yeah, I like. We thought it was rad. Kev loved it. Like. I'd, I want to speak on Kev's behalf if he's if he's cool with that. Well, did, did he have any like stand up and point moments that you remember, mm. Kev? Oh, finger yeah, immediately. So yeah, Kev really lost his shit when the Chimera appeared, which was rad. Like because he'd like I'd, I'd got an inkling. Um, oh, I just want to thank the Discord chat because the past two weeks, uh, funnily enough. I've not been spoiled at all, and everyone's been super courteous. They, so, yeah, they, we got the little spoil, little spoil bars down and everything. Yeah. It's proper. We're Thank proper you. fans. Proper fans. But before that, every week's been spoiled. Uh, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> they do not spoil this week. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I'd got an inkling. I'd seen, like, I stupidly went on Twitter when I was sat on the toilet. And I, it wasn't spoiled, but I was like, ah. I think he's going to be in it. So, I, like, the Chimera showing up didn't take me by surprise, whereas Kev was... Com- Kev literally came round. He was like, fucking... He's not showing up, is he, lad? Like, jumping through the door, like, dead excited, like, thinking that we're yes. going to get, like, two minutes of him at the end of the season. So when the Chimera appeared, he was fucking... It's just, like... It's really funny because me and Kev watch it and Michelle's with us as well. Oh, and poor, poor woman. I say to kids, I was like, right, Stay upstairs for the next hour. Boom. And then we turn all the lights out. We get the LED fucking glow around the TV and we go, we're like, we love it. Kev just flew off the sofa. Like, no inhibitions that, no inhibitions that Michelle was there whatsoever. Just like, flew up. Fuck me! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes! Oh my God. Ah, fucking love it. Yeah. It was rad. What was even better is when the Chimera had sex with that tower they were all standing on. Yeah, mate. I was just so, such an introduction. Did you we, see uh, that penetration? <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> flush. You know? Hey, Thrawn just walked right out onto that, just like uh, a, something swimming. Anyways, what else? Can we, can we dive into a little speculation questions? Oh, please yes, mate, go for do. It, go for I got a timestamp for that. So no, we've only touched, touched on Thrawn. There's so much I more know, in this episode. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, what are the Night Sisters running from? I mean, it seems like they they want to get out, mm. and it's their home planet. So, like, what is going on? Maybe they awoke a Balrog. No, I'm just kidding. A Balrog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and to go along with that. What is in those coffins that they're loading onto the Chimera? Indeed, at Fucking. minute forty-one fifteen, Ed. So funny you mentioned that. 
From the, where did they get those from? The catacombs. What do you keep in catacombs? Dead bodies, my friend. Yeah. They're going to unleash some kind of fucking zombie army, mate, in the... Dude. Normal. I'm there for that shit. Maybe it's a maybe. Oh, imagine zombie then, uh, zombie army that sucks your souls out like the Sea Rook and Truce of Bacora. You know, a good yes, throwback to a common oh. reference, a common reference that we have. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat me to it. I was just going to say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure you were. Yeah, very, very. I mean, I uh, those, those coffins being loaded in, whether they mention them now or mention them later, those are clearly like secret weapons, whatever. Like whenever he pulls some weird ass shit out from his little bag of tricks, it's likely going to be tied back to whatever like MacGuffin thing those things are. Yeah, I, I have a theory. I think they're going to leave them behind, and the only way for Ahsoka and them to get back is between is through the world between worlds. Oh, no, you think so? Ah, because we got to taste you gotta taste time that. travel. So I don't know. All of them, the time travel oh, like that, work. though? No, because then they can just do that every time forever. I know. That, that's, that was the fear that people came, had when that first came out. But the key to it is Ezra, I feel like. Because Ezra, and now, now Ezra's around, so we'll see. Well, Ezra knows how to navigate that wor- world between worlds because he pulled Ahsoka out yeah. from dying. So he That's already what altered, altered whatever past, present, and future by saving her or not. Maybe that was his destiny. Yeah. Um, leading up to Ezra, we're not there yet, but uh, anything more on the... I was just jumping. Sorry. Anything more on the frog no. guy? I'm anything on the Balrog? Anyway. Uh, uh, well, there was a, I Can I just say one speculation that I heard? It could be what Balin is sensing, too. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I think that and um, from the Legacy of the Force era in the EU books, I saw an interesting uh, uh, theory online that some think it's Abeloth, which is the mother... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The night sister mother? Yeah, the night sister mother. That's, you know, mother to the father, the Immortus thing, because we never saw the mother. We just saw the father and the two Oh, I see what you're saying. The Mortis mother. Yeah, the Mortis mother. We never saw a mother. We didn't. Yeah. Could Mm. be maybe a Mortis mother thing, but there was also another uh, uh, tie into this creature. Uh, I'll just tell you real quick, Chris. A creature called Abeloth that was held in... In old EU is held inside uh, a black hole using the center point station from the Corellian trilogy way back when. But anyway, she was a super badass creature that they released on the galaxy at the end of like the EU book era. It was kind of a, I don't know, I thought it was an overpowered bad guy. Well, it turns out bad gal that just kind of like impossible to defeat. And they just kind of ran out of ideas. But... I don't know. It could be. It could be anything. But whatever it is, I agree with you. I think it's the thing that Balin is sensing, because Thrawn said his number one primary objective is to our primary objective is to escape this galaxy. Like get the so, fuck. So out on of on StarWarsFandom.com, dot com says Abeloth, also known as the Bringer of Chaos, mm-hmm. and self styled as the Beloved Queen of the Stars, was an extremely powerful Force entity. And her dark side powers and immortality derive from her being corrupted by drinking from the font of power and bathing in the pool of knowledge. 
that gets into a whole thing when Luke and his son Ben went on this like weird pilgrimage after the whole this is like Legacy of the Force era, back when Jason Solo mm. died because he was evil and yep. they were trying to recreate his path to see why did he turn evil and it turns out he went to that fountain and like touched Abeloth and that could have been a corruption for him. Nice tits Ed. And um so yeah. Uh, anyways that that's like super far out deep I, I really don't think that they would uh, i really don't think they would go that route maybe they'll pull parts of it you know what i mean they'll pull little pieces it could of it be, that um, that'd be really cool i did i've never heard of her so it could be well I'd, it could be bendu could be bendu i did think of that i did think mm. i thought of bendu when when balin was saying i'm being called here by something Mm. He fucked him, he, Bendu fucked Thrawn over before. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! You're right. Ah, oh, that so, fucking guy, uh, Yeah. God <laughs> damn it! If Filoni did it, so the chances of that just increased by like twenty five percent. Bendu's like that just went the, up. He's like that force entity that's like king of like balance, right? So he's like yeah. good. He's like fine with evil, fine with good, as long as it's balanced, right? Mm. And that seems, to be ba- that seems to be Balin's uh, General Balin Skull, by the way. Right. Do you see, do you see my motherfucking man Thrawn just pinprick that little uh, article out of the Wikipedia of Star Wars? Know what I'm saying? Thrawn doesn't trust no Jedi. No, he does not. Once a Jedi, always a Jedi. That's right. And he's he's just like, no, 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 no. Their own, I mean, he knows the Jedi, even ex-Jedi, they're governed by their own sense of personal principle, belief, and ultimately ego of them thinking that they are right. So he knows like, we're just leaving all these motherfuckers out here. That's why he's like, do we send more squads out to make sure they're all dead? Is like, no, because we're just going to leave them. He's here. Like, I don't have squads. What the fuck? You see my shit? Yeah. Did you see all these motherfuckers out here in the deck? That's literally everything I got. I got that four ties and these four little police cruisers here. I ain't got nothing left except what's in these the floors. I got nothing. I'm eating turtle over here and dog horses. Get out of here, girl. We're leaving. Jane Seymour, a.k.a. not Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, but a different Jane Seymour. Yeah, yeah. Did you that, like makes, the, that makes me think that they haven't they haven't communicated a whole ton because as why would she not know or know that anyway? Well, right. Morgan, I guess it was Morgan Elizabeth that said that. It was, it was it was that Morgan. I was just I'm just I was uh, enamored with the beauty of how their uh, makeup and the uh, the costumes of the witches. Oh, they're so good! How so yeah. badass that was! And it's like welcome and child. Oh, my weird God. droid force orb things that. Oh, the the wrapped around. Yeah, not handcuffs, but like a force rope. That's cool. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Please continue. You've answered my question. I was just going to ask what you thought of the Night Sisters, but you obviously. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. You when you introduced the Night Sisters and all their witch magic, which I love. You know, I love this force lore. Yeah. Opens up literally all the doors. Like yeah. now you can do whatever the fuck you want and it's going to be amazing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you execute it right. Yeah. But anyway. I, I liked the, uh, uh, not to throw it back to the Chimera real quick, but at minute uh, 2616, we see that beautiful <laughs> artwork of the Chimera underneath yeah. the Chimera. And you see more Ooh. of the uh, battle damage and stuff like that. Which is really cool. I want to see his office with the Salamari in the background. Oh my god, I dude! 
I know. I know. Well, he has that scene um, near uh, minute 2634. I don't know where that is. I think that's that may be on the uh, the Night Sister platform or something. He's looking at a map of the galaxy. And there's like the nice yeah, droid there. I don't think that seems templeish, but it also yeah. seems very black, like polished. So it could be Imperial room or his, whatever. I don't know. His his office, like you described in the books, has been like basically a museum, like a museum all centered on like one chair in the middle. That is is like that's where he like sits to observe the galaxy, kind of thing. I didn't get that vibe completely here. I felt like they were still on the temple. We haven't even been. I, I think they purposefully kept us off the Chimera. They don't want us on board that ship at all yet. We'll see that maybe next episode or the episode afterwards. We we gotta have an episode where we see Thrawn in action with his brain and just mm. everything's planned out. I'm not sure how that's gonna work with him with the way it's going now because of Ahsoka coming and throwing off everything. We'll see. Well, we also had those three new Republic cruisers at the other end of that space whale conduit. I think Thrawn's going to whip out on the other end of that and just utterly destroy them. Captain Carson. Know, it seems like they've been traveling a while. They may not even be there. But we'll hey, uh, may, I mean, maybe that, that could be just like that's the highway. You know what I mean? From A to B. Sure. That's, that's the chance. Because remember, hyperspace is very dangerous. They could fly through a star or end up in an asteroid field, and that could end their, up their, that could end their trip real quick, kid. You, know? you don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that could be like the perfect the route that goes through there. What's that flashing? <laughs> so him coming back, I think. I think. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Filoni gives us a nice taste in the last episode. Um, Thrawn comes in, absolutely obliterates three New Republic cruisers with like ease. You know, maybe. Hopefully, not like comedic level of ease you know what i mean i'm hopefully they just don't make them look completely stupid but i'm hoping it's like tastefully done artfully done yeah. if you will sends out those tie defenders unquote. yeah so well not even not keep keep those for later keep the tie defenders for later that'll be season two of ahsoka or they save it for whatever else they're gonna do <laughs> um move it. the uh chris will probably yes. love to talk about this the noti the the turtles, the entry, Mate. the execution of all of it. It felt so Star Wars-y. Mate, it Loved was it. absolutely right. Uh, it was Dark Crystal, yep. Willow, Lucasfilm just rolled up into a fucking Star Wars ball. Shell. It was like, well. Yeah, into a Star Wars shell. Sorry. <laughs> no, I loved it. I loved it. Um my brother pointed out to me as well, it was akin to Leia and Wicket meeting yes. for the first time, that, that exactly. whole vibe. And mm -hmm. I felt that as well. Finding people to find other people and friends helping friends, new friends helping. Do you know what I mean? It was just, it just mm -hmm. had that whole, like, I loved it, mate. That fucking, this episode was great. I even love her comic. interaction with the wolf thing, the hound. Uh, that, was, yeah. that was lightly comedic. I like that. That looked really good as well. It was like the effects on the show. Yeah, I've seen I've seen people moaning, but people moan about everything these days. Ah, well, people uh, moan to get attention because a bunch. You of don't assholes. like it? Don't watch it. You yeah, know what? I thought he, I thought he Bando was out of ammo. What the fuck? I stopped watching Walking Dead ten years ago because <laughs> it got shit, and I didn't want to fucking waste my time watching it. If you don't like something, just uh -huh. don't watch it. When they killed off Captain Michael Burnham, that's when I was done. 
<laughs> anyway, oh. that's all right. Let's keep it positive. Let's keep it positive. Yes, yeah. mate. I, the turtles, mate. They're fucking rad. Can I? I, I don't Can care I? about you. And their voices. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah, so good. You mentioned we've the- never seen these guys. Don't exist anywhere. These are new, aren't they? Correct. Not from like any EU novel or anything. Or I, I, no, I know. Of oh, yeah, they're from that. Yeah. Cl- they were from that. Uh, Bikura. Yeah, Trusa Bakura. Yeah. No, you mentioned the um, the communication, uh, Chris, about like help friends helping friends or like little aliens helping yeah. you find your friends, whatever. I felt that it was very uh, well executed, artfully done when they didn't rush the trust between them. They gave you it easily with the rebel signal, the insignia. You know yes. I mean? The yes. star yeah, flare, yeah. Star, the, uh, the bird. The, um, once she, once they saw her armor with that, he's like, oh, look, here's my little thing here. It's like, this is our badge. This is who we are. Yeah. This is like our group, our clan. And uh, yeah. once they saw that, it's like, okay, friend. And then she starts saying mm. Ezra, because they probably heard Ezra before yeah. from like bad mm. guys. And then they're all like chatting together, like, Ezra, Bridget, that guy's what? Like, ah, Leia pulls out the chocolate bar, gets the candy bar out. Fucking, that's it. That's the trust straight away. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. The scout, scout trooper turns up. My man Wicket fucking takes that cunt straight out. He's like, hey, I want that chocolate. This bitch offered me chocolate. Sham down with this girl. You know what I mean? Let's roll. Yeah, it was just like that. It was awesome. But this whole, like, I did wonder, we've gone to another universe. For the first time ever in Star Wars, we've gone to another universe. But you could say we've gone to a galaxy, another galaxy, another galaxy. far, far away. Yeah, yeah. We've gone to another galaxy far, far away. I've seen people slagging that. I love that as well, mate. I don't care. I'm jumping around here. I loved it too. I thought that was brilliant. That was brilliant. Yeah. That was brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Um, anyway, yeah. What, what what's this new galaxy going to be like? Do you know what I mean? And I loved that they've really leaned into the fantasy vibe of it all. Like there were so many like calls to just things like Willow and Labyrinth, and I loved that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so it's a blame. Those yeah, little like, turtle guys, those little turtle guys hiding. It, it was like Sam and Frodo when they c- cover themselves with the cloak, the elven yes, cloak. I love that. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah, the shell, the yeah. shell. He's like, Brilliant. I fucking know you're under there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate. I'm all on board. I want to stay here for a bit. I don't want to go back to fucking wherever. Yeah. I don't want to go back to it. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm thinking that's another avenue they take where they, they, they lose their ability to get back, and then they're they just there. there. Yeah, because they they at least mm. have Ahsoka ship, so they can all pile onto that thing with Hu Yang and go yeah. explore the wherever they are. Yeah, and then the Grisks show up, and you got to deal with that. And well, it's either going to be so going to be the Grisks, which is the evil, hidden, deceptive antagonist in like the book Thrawn stuff. The new canon, the new canon, or I say new canon, the new era Thrawn stuff. It could be the Yuuzhan Vong. Which maybe they adapted for the mm-hmm. Grisk as well, because there's probably some sort of evil empire nastiness that's on this part of the galaxy that Thrawn's like, give me the fuck out. There's no way we can survive here. It could Thunder. be the Hapens. No, what? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Go back to your Hapes cluster, Prince. What's, what's that from? It's from the well, courtship maybe. of Princess Leia. Come on. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm dead. God, you fool. Well, maybe we stay here then till the end of the season because they did say it was going to take three rotations to load to load the Chimera, didn't oh, they? With yeah, look, all, all the stuff. Episodes six, seven, and eight. Fuck me. 
So we've got two more episodes left, so maybe we do stay here. And Ahsoka, Ezra, and Sabine get stranded here at the end of the season, and Thrawn makes it through to the other side. And then that, obviously, is a big cliffhanger for next season. So, yeah, yeah let's stay here. I want that. I want to stay here. Yeah. This they got to so, find help, local help. So there's... Yeah, I want to so, see more of those fucking samurai-looking marauders or whatever they were. They're, those people were cool. Like, this galaxy's version of Tuscan Raiders. Do you know Tuscan what I mean? Raider, that, yeah. That, that fucking, yeah, that was cool. Oh, they were rad. I can see... Um... I can I can see that each rotation being an episode, and the last episode, the very mm. final scene, as you said, they fly back. Those three cruisers are there. He wipes them out. Maybe T. Carson Teva dies. Maybe maybe Ahsoka or Ahsoka. Maybe uh, Harris. Why the would only you survivor. do that to us? I know, right? Um, he's the only one that can tie Mando in because Mando's going to come to the rescue. But also, what if? What if? And Zeb. And yeah. Zeb. What if? Our, as our, our crew is stranded in the other galaxy, I love that idea. They are. Balin dies. Okay, he gets killed, or he gets killed by something yep. else, and then they got they and they got to take Shin Hati with them, and they convert her back, or they convert Ooh. her into something neutral. Maybe she just doesn't like she, die. Maybe maybe she like Ahsoka's. Like, I think she nah, goes under should. Thrawn's wing. I don't think I don't think she goes back. I think Thrawn's just like hell no. I think Thrawn cuts himself off from all those entirely. He needs an Asalamari, like figuratively. Well, if he's not, I mean, I'm just thinking about the plan for next season. Since unfortunately, certain things would would Ray not be in here. I think, I think she she either goes back with him or she stays with our uh, our protagonists. Yeah, and has mm-hmm. to like. Get along with them. Yeah, I think she sees Thrawn abandon them. I think she sees like Balin overestimating what they're going to discover, and she's like, "Fuck, we are way over our head." And Ahsoka and um, Ezra being like, "Come with us, we can help you." And Sabine's just like, "Fuck no," but maybe Ezra's <laughs> being like, "No, we should save her. It's okay because we're light side people." I think I my theory is whatever entity it is, it's like probably not good. I don't know, calling to Balin. And I think that entity plus Shin converts Shin, kills Balin. Shin becomes super evil. Ooh, I love that. And that's like another thing. That would be a really cool transformation of her character because I want to see more of her. I mean, I hope, I'm I'm sure and hope we do for for next season. That'd be super badass. Love her accent too. How about Ezra? Should we should we talk about his entrance? Here here we go. All right, boys, go, go, go get him. Go get him. Anybody? No. So let's uh, let's talk about Ezra's entrance here. Uh... <laughs> I got some without Aladdin vibes from him. Oh my but god, it's great. My girls were like, when we were watching it, my girls were like, "Is that Ezra?" I'm like, "Are you kidding?" It's quite obvious, isn't it? They're like, I don't know. He doesn't really look like him. I'm like, I don't know. I guess because the beard and everything, which makes sense. Yeah. 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 I think he was awesome. Yeah. He's he's like made you feel happy, comfortable at home. He's relaxed. He's obviously doesn't know exactly what's going on outside of where he is. So that might change. But um, stubborn little Sabine, you know, not telling him everything yet. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What'd you guys think of him? 
I loved his delivery of his first lines. Took you long yeah. enough, or yeah. whatever. He's got that yeah. like casual arm on the side, lean on one foot. That was I don't know. I could I could picture that scene in any number of the Rebels episodes. That was my yeah. Vibe. I thought it was fucking. I thought it. it was really good. And the music, yeah, yeah. the yeah, it was really the music theme. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Well, Let fuck. Chris speak. Let the no, man I'm like, speak. I'm like lagged a little. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Chris, what do you think? Uh, but before we dig to that point, I got to say something. No, I'm just <laughs> Yeah, me and Kev thought it was rad. He thought, yeah, his performance was great. I loved his little, the little t- uh, touches, like uh, when he was talking about the plan and he was like, well, it worked, didn't it? And then he's like, it did work, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was really Ezra. Obviously, that's half the writing, but half the, the way he uh, delivered it as well. It felt really good. Because um, it's... Because Taylor, is it Taylor Gray who did the voice for Ezra? Sounds right. Obviously, yeah. He obviously embodied Ezra and he did his homework transition. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. Um, it, the look threw me off a little bit. Like, with his, like, crazy vagabond clothes and his chainmail vest and shit. Oh, my God. Like, the beard, the beard and the, the, the shaggy hair makes sense, obviously, because he's been there a while. Um but yeah, his random clothes, and he's still got his like arm bracelet thing on. That's normal, mm-hmm. and there's subtle, subtle scars as well mm. on his face. He was red. Yeah, I really liked it. Can't wait to see uh, see more. I like we got Thrawn and Ezra in the same like fucking mid season. I know, and we'd all guessed that like, oh no, they're going to save that till the last. Like me and Ed were like convinced on that fucking true or false. Ezra's yeah. going to be like last scene, man. They're going, they're not going to get to him till the end. And we're like, oh shit, yeah. He just turns. I'm up. so fucked on the true or false. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, how, how could we have, so ever fucked. predict? Like to me, like he was like imprisoned by Thrawn somewhere, like on the Chimera, like all like chained up, and then he's fucking just chilling out, looking like. Mad Martigan from Willow, like Val Kilmer vibes, just chilling out in a village full of turtles. <laughs> or he's 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 the splinter to this fucking Teenage Mutant yeah, Ninja mate. Turtle group. I love it when Star Wars is weird. I Ezra, love it so much. Splinter. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm interested to see how they they gather up their huts and transport them. I don't know why I was yeah. watching it. I'm like they're yeah. always moving, and I'm looking at their like dwellings, and I'm like. How's that gonna work? Better. Nah, you just see him. You see him like, <laughs> like you, you turn the camera around like fifteen degrees, and they all got like fucking four stroke pull pull starts on them. They, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're just like fucking cruising off, like little puffs of smoke behind them or whatever. And as like, little, like, they all have little legs. They have little legs on. Them. Yeah. yeah so to continue off. to continue your theme, if we're in a faraway place, you know, instead of camels in the desert, it's fucking like two strokes on a, you know. On a, on a like Mario Kart. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, you were saying, I liked your, you know, you, the, I love the Aladdin thing. It's awesome. If we're, if we're continuing on the theme of like medieval styles in here as well, we have Ahsoka style, the far, far east, Japan, that part of mm. the world. If we're putting it ge- geographically again, bringing back that theme. We have the medieval side, the medieval uh, Western European, Balin, um, Marek, Rip, 
and uh, Shinhati as well of that like more Western style armor. And then they go through the space whale tunnel. See, star whale called Puggle. They go all the way down to you know the deserts of whatever planet this the they are here. And it's more it's more of like. Um, uh, Arabic meandering because that, that's what Ezra and all those people are doing down there right now. They have to move place to place to place, traveling tribes, not unlike the traveling tribes of the deserts of uh, of uh, the Middle East and like those earlier parts of uh, of history. So I I love that. That's a really cool vibe. The chainmail bringing it back into that time period of. We're mm. fighting with swords, swords and shields. You know what I mean? Like this is this is old school here. It's much more barbaric, visceral, basic. I love it. I love it. It's very simple. Very simpler times, and that also helps with keeping the technology in that era of the 1970s when they first came out with all of this stuff. You know, they have to find ways to sort of keep it keep that technology in the past to maintain those 1970s vibes of what they had in mind for what it looked like in the future without making it too yes. much like Star Trek where it's like holograms and L cars menus and everything else. And iPads. And iPads. So that, that was, <laughs> that was that, that entire thought consciousness of thought is what I went through my head when I saw Ezra in about two seconds. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to mention before I forget, because Kev made me pause it and rewind it. Um, when Balin, is it ba Balin? That's his name, isn't it? Yeah, but General Balin's goal. When, oh, how cool was that? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. That was rad, that was. Um, he caught, he referred to Ezra as a Boken Jedi. Yes. And Kev got super excited, because apparently that's a, a samurai term. The 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 swords that they, the wooden swords that they train with, are called Boken swords. Um, so obviously, more of that Eastern influence coming in, and that old samurai vibe. Um, and I was like, "Oh, what do you think that means then?" And Kevin, we were just speculating that, like, obviously, he got chained. He Boken swords are just like rough and ready, just like they're not the real thing. Mm. So that's his, like, kind of his way of referring to Ezra as just like he's not. He's not a real Jedi. I didn't get trained like properly during the the, the dynasty. Do you know what I mean? During the the Jedi mm. era. No, he's you know? yeah, he's uh, of that like Cal Kestis, uh or Eric, yeah. even Luke Skywalker as well. It's like they didn't yeah. get their full training. They got their like you know their backyard, back of the woods. You know, the scruffy looking, scruffy looking Jedi. That's what they are. Scruffy yeah. looking Jedi's. There it is. The coin of phrase. Sure, sure. <laughs> Love that for us. So we. Uh, it sounds like we all enjoyed it. Sounds like <laughs> we yeah. all thought it was pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Even if you go go to minute thirty nine twenty four, we see the. Uh, the embrace of Ezra and Sabine from the naughty, the naughty level. Know what I'm saying? Where we only see their legs to the lower torso. That is the naughty level. N-O-T-I and the N-A-U-G-H-T-Y. Know what I'm saying? Um, you see Sabine in like, you know, Western style outfits, clean cut, ready to rip. But she's got that Clint Eastwood um, poncho on. And then we look over to Ezra. He's clearly more native to that place using like materials and fabrics that are just 
of that area that like are similar to the other little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle dudes around him. Also, he's got the same color uh, battle sash as our boy Enoch does. Can we talk about Enoch real quick? The yeah, man yeah, with yeah. the golden face. Really I, cool. I, I made sure to come back to this guy. I loved this guy. Loved this guy. I, I liked the, his whole vibe. He's the same actor that does Amos Burton from The Expanse, which is my other super absolute favorite sci-fi series. Um, I'd love to see him with his helmet off, but who knows? Well, we may not see that. Like he has this interaction with Sabine at minute 2230 where he's like hands her her lightsaber, hands her her blasters and be like, go right on your way, miss. Head on out into the desert. You're likely going to die unless you feed on your other neighbor's flesh. <laughs> you get that you get that vibe as well it's like shit so they really are fucking eating each what? other out there <laughs> no he says he says die well howler which is the name of the dog horse snarling um what was it it's like people who go out there they just they don't live because it's just a you know a barren a barren wasteland mm. well those raiders do yeah, well, they say nomads, uh, nomads wander the lands, or what's the, uh, hold on, what's the, uh, be warned, nomads wander this wasteland and prey upon each other for survival, right? So, Walking Dead style, steal shit, cannibalize. She, um, she fucked him up, didn't she, with that lightsaber? That was rad. Yeah. She didn't fare um, too well with her blasters, but she pulled that saber out. She was like, fuck yeah! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the uh, the troopers with Grand Admiral, I guess, on Thrawn's ship, they're called Night Troopers, I guess. Oh. In the subtitles. Uh, yeah, N-I-G-H-T, right? Not K? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah Night. Well, that, that might have to do with the Night Sisters magic, so they call them Night Troopers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's my theory. Likely. Anyway. Likely. Lit. Love this. I love this. Has, Hasbro loves it, obviously. Oh my In about god. Four years. Yeah. No, Hasbro's lead is like, holy shit, we can use the same model for these stormtroopers, but put a bunch of red on it. Let's go. Yep. That's it. They have like four <laughs> they'll have four variant types of uh stormtroopers and uh the red the red wrapping. They got pissed about Enoch in his face though. They got to do yeah. something about yeah, that. They could do the special one. It's gonna cost us some money to make that plastic mold. <laughs> I loved how I love I, I love the the customization on that stormtrooper though, and I bet you what I bet you what some motherfucker is going to have an amazing cosplay of that oh, in Japan. You know that, yeah, twenty five. Yeah. Like oh. people are probably already making it, already breaking it, oh, already yeah. making the three D prints for that. You're going to see that in Japan left and right. Oh my god, it's it's going to be thousands of them, hundreds of thousands. <laughs> The Star Trek reference. Um, I guess what else about this episode? You know, Thrawn's willingness just to leave them behind. Sabine still just like when Ezra's asking her, is like everything's okay, right? And she's like, "We'll talk about that later." I was like, "What the fuck is she on the Scruffy Looking Podcast?" Because mm. we say that she's got to tell him what's going on right now. You just don't say, "We'll talk about that later." We can get away with that, Sabine. Right now, right now really can't get away with that she's like, acting she's acting childish i don't know i'm not sure i love it but we'll see I, I don't love this for her right now she needs she needs to like get her shit together and realize she's just being played as a pawn 
straight up from when Balin uh, manipulated her, Thrawn manipulating her into leading right to her. It's right to Ezra, excuse me. I mean, it didn't show her checking for a tracking device, but goddamn, why don't you just put a tracking device underneath the old saddle? Unless they got rid of those and they can't really get a resupply like Mando can. I don't know. You guys feeling any uh, electricity between her and Ezra? Nope. No. I mean, they keep saying friends everywhere. Friend, friend, friend. But when they hugged and looked at each other, I was like, eh, this could happen. Uh, Yeah, they mentioned the brother-sister relationship already. And there was zero of that in the animated series. There was from Ezra initially to begin with. And then Sabine was just, you know, Get out! Get out of my! Get out of town! Yeah, get out of town! Yeah, there's there's hints in the cartoon, yeah. But I never saw it reciprocated from her, and for her to all of a sudden have that reciprocation so hard, to coin a phrase. Well, he's uh, gone, so maybe that's why. Come on, nah, nah. She realizes it because he left. To have that feeling for that long, though, nah. I feel that's more of a family bond. A family bond like that doesn't go away. Not just a side crush. Or not. I it's more than a crush. <laughs> what what the girls think that. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's uh, how she gets the force. No, I'm saying. They they liked it. They weren't like super joyous. I mean, they just watched a bunch of rebels, so like they're like, Oh, yeah. this is more rebels. So they're just watching it and liking yeah. it. They're not like, Holy shit. They they were more like, Holy shit, for the last episode, the previous one. Yeah. With, with Anakin and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. love that. There was uh, w- one line from my man Grand Admiral that I wanted to mention is when he had the interaction of uh, with Morgan Elsbeth about uh, Sokotano's arrival, and he's just like, "Bitch, what? She's coming?" He looks worried. Hey? He looks worried. This is like, oh come on, no, no, and immediately he's foil and he dies next episode, and like that's it, the end. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but he, after he tells after he tells Morgan Elsbeth to destroy the ship or any purgle that Ezra enters the system, destroys it with prejudice. I, prejudice, excuse me. I love that. Um, and then he turns to the darks, the night dark sister, the night sisters, and he asks the mice, "I have another uh, request of your dark magic or use of your dark magic." And they're like, "Destiny commands the Grand Admiral, command me." Or command us. Which proves that he's used it before. Yep. So, so maybe maybe the threat you know, maybe it's communication of like, hey, I need you to send a message back to old Captain Pellion back of the Empire to send a fleet on the other side of the wormhole because if Ahsoka Tano's coming, other people are gonna come there too, and I need you to secure the area for my arrival. Maybe that's the big battle. Arrival. At the end. My arrival. We, we do know Paleon's aware that he's coming back. So who has he been communicating with? How does he know that Grand Admiral is coming back? Right. Probably, probably Morgan. Likely yeah. through Morgan, but she's also been in prison for a little bit as well. And it's like, so what kind of information has he been getting? It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Any other any other random thoughts in your whiskers, boys? Anything else that comes to mind right now, other than these big, big, faraway places across the galaxies? I just really enjoyed it, mate. Uh, it's made me realize how much I actually like these characters, and I've not I've not realized. Do you know what I mean? 
watched that cartoon, watched it when it aired, loved it. Well, had a ups and downs of it, but yeah, in general, really, really enjoyed it. That last season was rad. And yeah, I, I'm just into it, man. You know, I'm just happy where it's where it is, where it's going. Uh, I'm excited for the future of this part of Star Wars. I'm excited for yeah. the future of all of Star Wars, you know what I mean? But yeah. I'm really enjoying this part right now. Um, I know some people aren't. You've got Acolyte coming. You've got Skeleton Crew coming. You know what I mean? You can skip Filoni's movie. I'm going to be there for it, mate, with my cock out. Ready. Loving this shit. Yep. I can't wait for it. Oh, I just, it's just popped back in my head. You said something earlier, Jimmy, and it's made me it made me realise straight away they're definitely gonna bring Mando in through Carson Teva because that last scene in Mando season three, he asked Carson Teva, he's like, I'm ready, just employ me to do jobs. I'm your I'm your boy. I'll work for you. Yes. There's of the, course he's, the Avengers. He's, yeah. The Avengers unite, yeah. yeah. Yo Mando, we've got some people stuck on this I need some help with this big blue boy. Yeah, I think you've met. Well, I think you've met this Jedi before. Her name's Ahsoka. Yeah, do you want to come and help out? Boom, let's fucking yep. go. He's gonna call him up <laughs> the Bat Phone, aka the Mando Phone. Yeah. My God. Oh my God. Hey, you know what? Cool. I'm fucking here for it. Let's go. Put the band together. Let's Bo-Katan. go. Yeah. Bo-Katan you- band, <laughs> man. Sheesh. You imagine Thrawn and Grogu in the scene together. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And them just like looking at each other being like. Because mm. he's like six foot four or he's something. A he's, a, motherfucker. he's a big yeah, unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? A big blue unit. Yep. And then yep. you got a little tiny green Grogu. That would be funny, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. I have one question for the three of you guys before yes. the final thing. And I'll start. I'll, I'll answer it myself as well. And I'll start off to give you guys a moment. But the most rewatchable scene uh, I'll admit I have seen this move. This movie, I've se- this felt like a movie, right? This whole series has felt like a movie. Uh, the most rewatchable scene in this episode. Now, and I'll tell you mine. It's minute sixteen once that chimera shows up. Just to bring it back one more time to my girl, the chimera, my girl, my girl, the chimera. That that whole Thrawn entrance when he comes out and delivers the line. That is, I, I think I've rewatched that scene. A dozen times at least just enjoying that whole moment so ed and then chris give me your favorite scene uh maybe that's the scene i don't know just it might tell, be tell. that it might be that um i just like the whole thing i don't know like as a whole i don't i don't the favorite scene i like sabine's fight scene that was good mm. uh yeah Thrawn's entrance is really good. I guess it yeah. is really good. I guess that is a cheat cop out. Is I mean, that that is the entrance on it? But Chris, give me. I like your- I uh, I like that they said that the place was like a place where the whales go to die, and then and then the ring. Oh yeah, the ring around the planet is just bones, bones, Smile bones. Pretty oh. cool. Which, what? Go ahead. I uh, so um, my wife. Um, remarked on me when once we saw that, and I was like, all the carcasses there, and I'm like, <laughs> I said to myself, it's like that's where they all go, and she's like, but they're all dead, dead space whales. Why don't? Why do you want to see them all dead? And I was like, ah, it's, it's too long of a story to get into, but I'm just glad that's what they're <laughs> too long to go into, honey. It's okay. 
I don't like the burgles too much, so you know, chuckle, <laughs> chuckle, chuckle. <laughs> okay, honey. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't I, worry. I don't like the burgles. <laughs> don't I'm worry not a big about fan it. of the style well, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I just thought that was a cool concept that Dalen brought up. But anyway, uh, I, I got, I got. I'm sure Kev will agree. In fact, he will do because he fucking lost his shit. Yeah, it's the entrance of the Chimera, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, we we watched this episode twice that night. We, as yes. soon as it had gone off, we were like, "What the fuck?" We were like, "You sent that message of you like going yes after I told you we loved it, and then we just put it on straight away." And even on that second viewing, when the Chimera arrived, we rewound it again and watched it re-arrive because it was just fucking great. And then I sent that picture in the chat because it just looked insane yes. on my TV. Yeah, it was rad, mate. Absolutely rad. It gave me... It, it's it's. This is the time frame when Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2 came out. All the video game era stuff occurred in this time frame. This is This is... The entrance of this like really brought me back into this era in a really big, awesome way that makes me really stoked and excited about it. Because you guys know, I like nothing more than big space battles with Imperial Star Destroyers and TIE Fighters and X-Wings. It's my favorite. I want to see the dogfights. We're coming. It's on its way. I, hope. I, want light- I want lightsabers, which we're getting. So, you know, I think there's a little bit for everybody in here. I think there's a little bit for everybody that we can all enjoy. So, I got I got my weird monsters and creatures, so I'm happy, mate. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah that's that's it, guy. Yeah, so folks, thank you for joining us on episode 234 as uh, you know, our cursory overview of this pretty fine episode of Ahsoka. Thank you so much for listening. You check us out Scruffy Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or X or whatever the hell they're calling it now. And uh Stay weird and stay cool out there. That's a wrap. Yeah, thanks for listening. Hey, what's blue and cut in half by a lightsaber? Oh. (laughs) Go on. Finish it. I'm leaving it for your imagination. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I'll say good. Yeah, I'll say goodbye. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. See you later. Uh, three rings. Guess not here. So, wash your knobs. Get three rings. All that. Happy reds. Happy reds. This party's over.